Do you want a book that will inspire and challenge you? Evangelizing Catholic Culture, New Vision for the New Creation is that book. It's a call for spiritual renewal within the Catholic Church. There is an entire generation of people searching for authentic purpose in their lives who desire to serve the proclamation of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and live a rich life of personal holiness. This is an exciting challenge to those who desire to live a deep and rich Christian way of life. Written by Father David Tickerhoof, you are sure to be inspired. Sold on Amazon, in print, and Kindle. Get your copy today. Welcome to the Evangelizing Catholic Culture Podcast Show with your host, Father David Tickerhoof, T-O-R. Father David is a retired priest currently ministering in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Our Lady Queen of Peace House of Evangelization. You can find the show notes for each episode on the podcast website, evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. The teachings in this podcast are the thoughts and prayers of Father Tickerhoof and are based upon his good standing in the Catholic Church. And now, here's your host, Father David. This is episode 25, and you can find today's show notes at evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. And now, here's Father David. Good day to everyone. I hope things are going well for you all. Today's presentation or show is entitled Living a Life of Prayer. Quote, I have called you friends because I have told you everything I have heard from my Father. It was not you who chose me, who chose me, but I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. That's a quote from John, the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 15 and 16. We find ourselves in a very difficult time today in the struggles that the church is going through and also in light of the coronavirus pandemic. How do we handle these difficult situations? People dying early, millions losing their position of employment, escalating prices, restricted relations, and other restricting and painful situations. The real solution is to center our life in our current situations in the gift of prayer, which is the heart of living out the reality of our life. Several days ago, I was viewing a YouTube video which spoke about a young Catholic teenager who was struggling with all the trials and temptations of living in our broken culture today. In frustration one night, he went into his room, closed the door, knelt down on his knees, and began to pray. In his personal life, he never developed or experienced a personal relationship with the Lord. 
He was used to the normal sacramental and devotional life of the church. He was determined to continue this practice and hoped for something to happen to him interiorly. Eventually, he began to experience the presence and tenderness of Mary, the mother of Jesus, the mother of the church. He felt as though she had put her arms around him. And after a number of these prayer experiences, he went on to receive the church's grace of the renewal, empowered by the Holy Spirit. From that point on, he began to experience an ever-deepening personal relationship with the Lord in prayer. He began to see some things in his life that needed to change. Cooperating with the inspirations the Lord was giving him, he made significant changes. Eventually, he went on to become a priest and now lives and serves in a religious community in the church. The key to this reality is to center our life in prayer. Prayer in our life is something we should enjoy. It is certainly hard work at times. There's no question about it. But as we do it, we experience the beautiful gift and the intimate presence and love of God in our hearts. This gift draws us to appreciate who we are as a human person, and at the same time, a beloved son or daughter of the Father. The prayer life we develop, of course, should take place according to our vocation and the personal time we have in our lives. The heart of our prayer life is the experience we have in our hearts of the love of Jesus who calls us his friend. Most of us realize this reality to some degree in our minds, but it rarely seems to go deep into our hearts. People seem to realize this when I sometimes ask them this question. And do you realize that Jesus, who is your friend, really likes you? He really, really likes you as a person just as you are, the real-life person that you really are, that he created you to be. Since he created you, he knows you inside out and loves you deeply and intimately as your friend. Gradually, as our life of prayer grows, he places more and more of his love in our hearts. Many people do not love themselves very much, really. And so they find it hard to accept this love of Jesus in their hearts as their friend. There are three things we need to consider when we reflect on the love of Jesus as our friend. This special gift of love has three interrelated aspects for us to experience. The first is conversion. The second is conversation. And the third is communion. The goal of communion is union, union with God, and union with Jesus. As we grow in these three realities, the spirit of God's love gradually fills our heart with the fruitfulness of these truths. These three beautiful gifts 
are not something we bring about in our hearts by our own willful efforts alone. But they are three ways the Holy Spirit of love works in our lives and in the very center of our hearts. The effects of these three graces we receive as we walk in our life of prayer constitutes a dynamic relationship of God's love in our heart and brings about our relationship with Jesus, the Lord, as our special and intimate friend. Conversion is the process of transformation which enables us to make the changes in our lives that may be displeasing to God or become obstacles that block God's love from filling our hearts. These may be such things as uh, conscious or willful sin, unresolved resentments past or present, and excessive attachments to person, places, or things. When we are sincerely willing to make the changes needed, the Spirit of God will work in us and give us the grace and power to make the necessary changes. The young teenager began to see some things in his life that he needed to change in order for the gift and power of the Spirit to make a difference in his life. It took him a while to make those changes, and it will take us a while to make those changes in order for the Spirit to bring this love and intimate friendship of grace into our personal lives. Conversation. Conversation is the ability to dialogue with the Lord, to talk to the Lord, and he talked to us in our hearts. When he speaks to us and we speak to him, the Spirit of God fills our inner human faculties which God has given us so that we are able to communicate in our mind and heart with the Lord through the grace and the gifts of the Holy Spirit working in our interior life. The young teenager learned how to have a conversation with the Lord as his, as his friend and also with Mary, his spiritual mother. In this process, he moved from making times for prayer to living a life of prayer, where he was able to witness and speak about the beautiful love that God placed in his heart. The third thing, and last, is he experienced was communion. The goal of communion is union in love with God. And then as we grow in that, God reveals and lets us experience so many intimate personal acts of grace and communication. So communion brings union. It was through this realization in which the young lad was able to set aside his fears and anxieties coming from his stress and struggles that he experienced in trying to live a good and peaceful life. He began more to see through wisdom, the gifts of spiritual wisdom and understanding, the great priority of allowing God to be the one who was doing so beautiful work in him. He found that as his heart grew in friendship with the Lord, he was able to experience spiritual freedom in his life. Communion points us to the goal of oneness and union in our relationship with God. 
quote, so that they may all be one as you, Father, are in me, so that they may be one as we are one. That's from John chapter 17, verses 21 to 22. So may we pray. Father, our hearts are thirsty for the living waters of grace, and we hunger for a deep and personal friendship with you. May the Spirit of the Lord fill us to overflowing with the gospel of grace. Fill our hearts more and more with your tender love and mercy, wherein the spiritual freedom we experience will flow from our deep, personal, intimate love, which you place in our hearts. And in that love, always seeking to glorify our beloved Father. And we ask these graces this day with great confidence in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. The opinions on this broadcast are those of Father Tickerhoof. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and please share this podcast with a friend. And to contact Father David, email him at frdavidjt at gmail.com. And be sure to leave Father a star rating on any podcast app. You can find more information about Father David on evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com.